Thank God for our youth. Bless you, young people. St. Mark chapter 1, beginning at verse number 40. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be cleaned. Immediately the leprosy left and he was cured. I want to talk about compassion. Compassion, moving as Christ moved. Moving as Christ moved. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, for your word that will not return to you void, but will accomplish in us all that you desire. Your word that you that will prosper in the things that you sent your word to. Because you sent us this word today, there is something in us that you're sending this word to. Thank you for what this word is going to accomplish. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, who's always at work forming Christ in us. Have your way now, Lord. Speak to us, Father. We need this word today. We need to hear what you have to say. Cause me to be clear in speech, clear and effective in communication. Let your anointing, your yoke rem destroying, burden removing anointing be upon us this day. It's in Jesus' precious Miraculous name, we pray and we thank you. Amen. Compassion. Tell your neighbor, we need to have compassion. We need to move in compassion. Hallelujah. In order for the gospel to get out, in order for the gospel to be preached, in order for the world to be reached, in order for culture to change, we have to facilitate that. We have to become change agents. Amen? It's our responsibility, it's our portion, it's our commission. To fulfill this commission, to fulfill this charge, we have to move as Christ moved. Amen. We have to do as Christ did. Yeah. He's given us power to be his witnesses. Power to be his duplicates. Say, I'm a duplicate of Christ. Woo, that's heavy. Say it again. Say, I'm a duplicate of Christ. Wow. He's given us his power and authority. 
The authority that he has given us is like the power of, it, power of attorney. Yeah, yeah. To act on his behalf. All right. To act like him. To be like him. To walk in the power that he walked in. Are you listening? Yeah, that's what he's given us. So that we can do what he's assigned in our hands to do. And do it in the way that he would do it. Amen. Amen. Somebody said, do it in the way that he would do it. I know how I am. But I need to be doing things in the way Christ would do it. Are you understanding? I know what my disposition is. I know what my temperament is. But I need to be doing things in this life not as I would do it, but as Christ would do it. Amen. Is it this button right here? No, y'all need to come figure this thing out. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Like Christ would do it. He get rid of that buzzing. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. In this day of utter darkness, Darkness covers the people of the earth and, 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 and the light of the glory of God has risen upon us. We are in the most wonderful time ever for the harvesting of souls. But what must happen is that we have to Move ourselves out of the way. We have to move our way of thinking and our way of doing out of the way. We have to put aside our problems and our desires long enough to touch others. Thank you. And to bring them into the marvelous light of God through signs and, and wonders and, and miracles. That's something that we must do. Now, you know, when I say that, signs and wonders and miracles, you know, I know that puts it in a different category. But what happened yesterday in Charlotte was a sign. It was a wonder. Amen. And that's all God is asking us to do. Demonstrate him. Be like him. Jesus took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed over 15,000 people. Because it was 5,000 men not counting women and children. And it wasn't, then it wasn't like it is today. We have two, one or two children. And that's enough. Back then, they probably had five or six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there were a whole lot of people that Jesus took two fish and five loaves of bread and fed. You know, 
Sometimes when we think of signs and wonders and miracles, we, we're looking for a leg to grow that's too short or uh, the dead to raise. And Jesus is saying, go out and demonstrate me. That's a sign to someone that I'm still alive, that I still care, that I still love. That's what, that's, this is what we have to do, saints. Yeah, we, we, we have to, we have to, we have to, put ourselves aside long enough to demonstrate the heart of God. Just long enough. And you know what? The more you start demonstrating the heart of God, the more that heart becomes your heart. Amen. I'll say it again. The more we start demonstrating the heart of God, the more that heart becomes our heart. Less of me and more of you, Lord. Less of me and more of you, Lord. The more I'm like Jesus, the more I strive to be like him, the more I'm going to be like him. And the more I be like him, the more I'm going to be like him. Oh, you understanding what I'm saying? Because I'm, 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 I'm divesting myself of me. And I am investing myself in Christ and of Christ. And I'm, I'm putting on Christ, I'm being like him. When I speak of the heart of God and the direction of God in this instance, I'm talking about compassion, compassion. God is a God of compassion. Jesus was a man of compassion. He exemplified compassion. He demonstrated compassion. Amen? Compassion is defined as the intense desire to heal the hurting. Someone said that compassion is the irresistible urge to rid someone of a problem. Dictionary.com defines compassion as a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by trouble or adversity, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. Jesus always moved in compassion. He was a man of compassion and he always moved in compassion because when he saw need, he was moved to meet the need. When he saw a need, he was moved to meet the need. Every day that God gives you and me new mercies and new grace, rather than cutting us off and killing us, <laughs> he is being compassionate to us. Ooh, Lord have mercy. You understand it? You did something this morning you deserve to die for. The soul that sinneth so what? Did you sin this morning? Tell the truth and shame the devil. Somebody said, you, even, you thought about something you shouldn't have thought about. And you didn't just cast it down, you let it stay there for a few minutes. Mm. Now you understand. So we, we can be holy in church and put on our holy clothes. Yes, sir. Because we can't see the inside. 
We can't see that malice that we're holding in our hearts against somebody. That stuff that we keep bringing up. We said we let it go, but no, nah, we didn't let it go. It, 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 it's going to come up. It came up yesterday. It's going to come up tomorrow or next week. And you, you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. So every day that the Lord demonstrates new mercies and grace toward us rather than cutting us off, rather than casting us out, rather than killing us, he is being compassionate toward us. And he's also calling on us. In fact, he has authorized us to act like him. To exemplify him. To move with compassion toward other people. You know, I say to others, Jesus talked about, you know, doing good to the neighbor, that man asking, who, who is my neighbor? Some husband or some wife this morning might be asking the question, who is my neighbor? That same person slept in the bed with you last night is your neighbor. Um, maybe y'all got mad and didn't sleep on the bed. Maybe he slept on the couch. That's still your neighbor. Single people, y'all don't have to worry about that. Amen, because sometimes... You know, we're not careful. Husbands and wives will treat other people better than we treat each other. Sometimes we'll, we will give more grace to other people than we give to our own spouses. And that is not a good thing. That is not a good thing at all. Not a good thing. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <sighs> you got to show compassion even to your husband. Even to your wife. Amen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so God is, is he's, he's, he, he is, he has called us, he has authorized us, amen, to, 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 to act like him, to exemplify him, to move with compassion toward others, to have a desire, an irresistible urge to rid other people of their problems. Yeah. Let me tell you something. All of us, all of us were born to be an answer and a solution to problems. All of us were born to be an answer or a solution to problems. We were sent into this world with the mission of being answers and solutions to problems. In the natural, we call it creativity. And I created a word last night. <laughs> Inventability. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody created a sound system to solve the problem of projecting your voice. Now, now in, in, in the, in the African-American church, we use the sound system to yell. We forget that it was only meant for projection and to, to help amplify the voice. We will blow you out with loud music. 
you know, because we thought the sound system was invented so that the whole neighborhood can hear outside of the block walls. But, but you understand what I'm saying. And, and somebody said, if, if you want to be rich, if you want to do well in life, find a problem and, and create a means to solve it. Yeah, doctors, research people, uh, people who are, who are doing cancer research and, and other things, they are solving problems because they, have been, they understand that they have been created with the ability and with the assignment to solve problems. You and I have been created with the ability, with the assignment to solve problems. Musicians have the ability to solve the problem of creating harmonious music, melodious music. And, 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 and people who are gifted can teach you, they can hear you sing and know which part you sing and teach you how to put the song together with the right parts. Everybody can't do that. But whereas a person can teach the music, somebody else can cook. And somebody else can be hospitable to people. We have been created to solve problems, to find solutions to problems. And the spiritual realm is called compassion. Compassion. Somebody say compassion. We are here. We've been created with the divine urge, with the holy desire to rid people of their problems. That's why we can't, and the person that's really born again can't sit down and see a problem and not try to do something about it. You want to help. You want to step in. You want to do something. Just the other week, a lady was killed because she saw some girls fighting outside. I think it was in Charlotte. Uh, maybe it wasn't in Charlotte, but she saw some girls fighting outside. And the parents weren't breaking it up. And she tried to step in to break it up. Because she had an urge to solve this problem. Now that says that everybody does not appreciate people who have this urge. But that's the way we've been wired. Compassion. Somebody say compassion. Compassion. In Mark chapter 1, in our text uh, for today, we see that Jesus has uh, had compassion on this man. And when you study the scriptures, you see Jesus had great compassion toward the sick, toward hurting people, toward dispossessed people. All you got to do is read the Gospels. And you see how Jesus was often moved with compassion. Yep. In this particular passage of scripture, this man comes to Jesus with leprosy. And on his knees, he begs Jesus to heal him, to make him clean. And the Bible says in verse 41, filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing, be clean. And immediately, the leprosy left the man, and he was cured. When we look at Jesus, and we see that Jesus is a man of compassion, 
It means that we too should have compassion toward the sick in whatever aspect of sickness they're in. When I say sick, I don't necessarily mean physically sick. People can be spiritually sick. People can be emotionally sick. People can be, can be mentally sick. People can be socially sick. I mean, whatever aspect of sickness we find people in, we ought to have compassion. And Jesus just didn't have compassion. Jesus moved in and with compassion. Amen? He moved in compassion. He did something about the situation. And we see this, and I mentioned several passages in the scripture. You know the woman at the well, Jesus was moved with compassion. I need to go through Samaria. I need to go. There's somebody there in need that I need to minister to. Yeah. There's a man in a cemetery. And I need to go to this cemetery. Because this man has been cast out of society. Man by the name of Legion. Jesus was moved by compassion and moved in compassion. Jairus' daughter, Jesus was moved in compassion. You know, a lot of times we'll see situations and we'll talk about it, but we never will are moved to do anything about it. Well, I won't say, we're, I better not say we're not moved. We will not move because the Holy Ghost will move us, but we have to obey the Holy Spirit. It goes back to cooperating. We've got to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. But we will see situations and we will talk about situations and never do anything about it. Bishop, why are you, why are you asking us to find something to do in the community? Because we spend too much time inside of the four walls. Doing the same thing over and over and over again. So it's time to move out of the four walls. And it's time to find people who need to be touched by the compassion of Jesus. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's time to stop talking And try to find some situations and bring some resolve to it. Do something to make a difference in somebody's life. So Jesus was different from us. We'll see something. We'll talk about it. We'll, we, might, we, we might point it out to somebody else. But Jesus not only saw the situation, Jesus was moved with compassion about the situation Put forth his hand, the Bible says, touched the man and said to the man, I will be clean. And immediately the man was cured. 2013, we're called to exemplify Christ. One of the most important things that we can do is be moved with compassion. Let me tell you what compassion does. I'll be finished with this message in just a few minutes, so... If you're waiting for a long message today, you're not going to get one. So you better, <laughs> you better catch it while it's coming along.
The message about compassion is inherent in the text. Compassion moves us toward people. It moves us toward people. As we've already said, this scripture says that this man had leprosy. He came to Jesus, begged Jesus to heal him. Jesus was moved with compassion. He didn't move away from the man. He moved to the man. Because in order for him to reach out his hand and touch the man, he had to move to the man. He could have backed away, but he moved to the man. How many of us see people and we back away? I ain't going over there. I don't know. The, this, is a, this is a classic statement that I hear. I don't know those people. The Bible didn't say this man was Jesus' next door neighbor. The Bible said, never said this man ran with Jesus. Jesus didn't have to know anything about the man. But the compassion that he had in his spirit caused him to move to the man and reach out and touch him. Sometimes we can be a little bit too ignorant for our own good and too narrow-minded for our own good. Jesus didn't run away. Jesus didn't tell his disciples, Peter, that man needs to be healed. You need to go over there. Jesus reached out and touched the man. Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 and 36, we see Jesus looking out over the multitude of people who, had, who, who, who he had gone out to teach. He had gone out to teach, and the crowds were following him. And the Bible says he looked out over the multitude, and the Bible says that he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He had compassion on people that he had gone out to teach. He didn't stay in his, in his inner circle. He didn't stay with the little crowd that was with him. Because he had compassion, he went out. Because compassion will always move you toward people. I'll say it again. Compassion will always move you toward people. Compassion will push you out of your inner circle. I need to say that. Compassion will push you out of your circle of friends because compassion pushes you toward people who are hurting. There are a whole lot of hurting people in this world. A whole lot of hurting people. Yeah, now a whole lot of hurting people right here in the church. I don't mean any harm by saying this. But if you're in the church and you're still hurting, come on, get healed. You have to open yourself up to the Holy Spirit. Now, this may not be everybody's situation. But some people want to hold on to hurt. You got to make up your mind that you're going to let stuff go. And I know making up your mind is not, the, is not that easy. It's easier said than done. But once you will to do a thing, then you open yourself up to the Holy Spirit 
to minister to you and help you. But if you don't will to do it, the Holy Spirit can't help you because the Holy Spirit will be violating your will. And you, 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 the Holy Spirit will not violate your will. So, yes, there are people in the church hurting. But some of the hurt in the church, people need to let go and get healed. For the mature people, their baby in Christ, amen, I know it. They may not know how, but for mature people, that's why, the, that's why Paul said it's time for us to move on now. We need to grow up. You're still arguing about some of the same stuff, arguing about who you're with. You know, I'm with this. That, that's immature. And as long as you stay on that level of immaturity, you open yourself up to everything else that immaturity brings your way. You don't realize how many demons you're opening yourself up to when you stay on the level of immaturity. You got to grow up because the devil doesn't play fair. He, he'll take your marbles and go home and keep them. He, he ain't coming back the next day. Not bringing your marbles back. Uh-uh. Are you understanding? There are a lot of hurting people around. And let me tell you something else about, you know, us in the church who are hurting. Because all of us hurt in some way or another. But, you know, I've said this over and over again. I read a book in seminary that was called The Wounded Healer. When I have come to know Jesus as my Savior and my Lord, and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Lord has not taken everything away from me, even though I'm open to him doing it, and I'm maturing in him, he is not going to allow me to wait until everything is done before he begins to use me to help somebody else that's in the same kind of situation that I've been in or that I'm in right now. So what God wants to do is in the midst of your hurt, if you are a believer, God wants to use you to help somebody else. He is still pushing you toward other people to help them because you know. Let me tell you something. When I stood Thursday, when, I, when, when, when Pastor Smith's mother died, Pastor Smith's mother died one month to the day that my mama died. One month. My mama died February 1st. Pastor Smith's mother died March 1st. It helped me to have compassion toward him. Thursday when I stood to preach Sister Hughes' funeral, it was one month to the day that I preached my mother's funeral. And the Lord gave me the message from Corinthians that talked about the God of all comfort and talked about how God comforts us so that we can comfort other people. I couldn't sit back and say, well, I'm still grieving over my mama's death, so I don't have to, I can't, I can't, I can't stand and preach to somebody else because I'm still crying and I'm still, no! Are you understanding? He doesn't wait on us for us to think that we are totally healed. 
before he begins to use us to minister to somebody else? What are you waiting on? God wants to use you. There are people who need what you have. Well, Pastor, that's you. Every time I think about my mama. Come on now. If your mama or your daddy, they're going on to be with the Lord, if they were saved, I guarantee you one thing. They're not up in heaven crying over you down here. They are not up in heaven thinking, Lord, if, would you let me go back one more time? I got some grandchildren they ain't seen. They're on their minds. I'm going to tell you what they're doing. When the angels cry holy, they're crying holy. When the 24 elders take their crowns off and bow before the throne, they're bowing before the throne. I tell you what they're doing in heaven. They're praising God. They're magnifying God. They're giving God glory. Oh, God, help us today. Help us today. Help us today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God ain't waiting. He, he does not wait. All we have to do is avail ourselves. And, and in our weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, don't think that God won't step in. If God presents the opportunity to you, he's going to show up in his strength. He's going to show up in his power. When you stand to speak, the Holy Ghost will rise up inside of you. Glory, glory, glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. So compassion moves us toward people. You hear me say all of the time, we are not ministering to these chairs. We're not ministering to objects. We are ministering to people. And the compassion of God moves us toward people. Somebody shout people. We are in the people business. Compassion restores the broken. Compassion moves us toward people, but it moves us toward people for a purpose. That purpose is to restore the broken. Now, mind you, compassion doesn't move you toward people to find out their business. Compassion doesn't move you to what people so you can have something else to get on the phone and talk to somebody else about. Compassion moves you for the purpose of, of restoring the broken. Yes. We said that there are a lot of hurting people. There are a lot of broken people. Somebody in here is broken this morning. Yeah. Yeah. This man in the text was broken in several ways. He was broken. He had leprosy. So he was broken. He had a disease. From, from, from medical standards, an incurable disease. But it wasn't just that he had a disease. If you had leprosy, you were an outcast. 
So that was brokenness. I mean, he couldn't live in the house with his wife. He couldn't be around his children and his grandchildren if he had any. That was brokenness. He couldn't go and worship. That was brokenness. If he walked down the road, somebody would go in front of him and yell, Lapa, 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 so that everybody else would get out of the way. Can you imagine the loneliness? The rejection? The pain that that man must have felt? Nobody would come to him and sit down and talk. Nobody woke up to him and said, Brother, how you doing today? Matter of fact, leprosy would, 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 would attack your extremities. So it would eat away your fingers and your toes and your nose. That's why they would yell, leper, unclean, unclean. So nobody would, would go up to him and extend a hand or extend a hug. But Jesus... Lord, have mercy. That, 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 that's why we, we, we recommend Jesus to you because sometimes when you feel like nobody else cares, when you feel like, and remind you, a lot of times that's just a feeling, but if you feel that way, that, 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 that nobody is coming around you and nobody, just know that Jesus wants to get close to you. And if you just open your eyes and open your ears, amen, and just begin to maybe just sing a little song or a, a prayer, open up the scriptures, the Lord will begin to enter into your situation. Jesus had compassion on this broken man. When we see people in that brokenness, we need to have compassion so that we can help restore, not drive people away. People need to be restored. People need to be restored. Whether it's emotional brokenness, mental brokenness, physical brokenness, spiritual brokenness, people need to be restored. There are times on this journey, Lord have mercy, where you've been broken and somebody reached out to you. Let me tell you something else about brokenness though. And this might seem hard and harsh, but because of what brokenness will do, there are times on this journey that the Lord will allow brokenness in your life. It's a part of the process of becoming more in the image of Christ. It's almost like that, 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 that olive that you have to press to get the oil out of, you, you got to break open that olive. And when you press it, you're breaking it open because there's something good on the inside. Because if God never allowed brokenness in our lives, we would just grow and we would think we're a wonder. And we would act like we were a wonder. And we would live like we're a wonder. But God allows brokenness in our lives so that we become more like him. 
Why do you say that? Well, Jesus was broken. They drove nails in his hands. They drove nails in his feet. They pierced him in his side. They, they hung him to that cross. If Jesus had to go through, what about you and me? That's why Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering that I might even be made conformable unto his death. I want to be like Jesus. How many of y'all want to be like Jesus? You got to be broken. But God will send somebody by your way. God will send someone to you. He always does. To minister to you. To bring you back. And to restore you. God always does. Always does. It may not be the person you think is going to come. So that's why it's so important not to have preconceived notions. You know, it's like you pray for a financial breakthrough and you start figuring out how it's going to come. And God does something totally opposite of what you think. Because you just can't figure God out. And God has a reason for doing things the way he does them. So God will send the person he wants to come to you or the people that he wants to come to you to heal you of your brokenness. Yeah. And as you get healed, you remember you are a wounded healer. As you get healed, as you get restored, then God wants to use you to restore someone else. When we look at this compassion, we see that not only does it, does it move you toward people, and compassion is always focused on people, not only does it cause us, uh, push us to restore the brokenness, but compassion births feelings that pushes you to act or pushes you to bring the resolution. Jesus was stirred with emotions concerning this man's situation. Uh, now, the text doesn't say it. But the Bible says filled with compassion, which means that there was some emotion there. This was not an emotionless situation. Okay, be healed, and I'm going home. There was some emotion there, amen, that brought, excuse me, that brought healing in this man's life. Someone said if you cannot empathize, if you cannot get into the same boat, with someone else. If you cannot feel and move in what someone else is dealing with, then you can't touch it. There has to be some type of identification that will take place that will allow you to make a difference in that person's situation. This is what the Holy Spirit will do for us. He'll cause us to be able to identify with situations. Somebody said, well, if you ain't going through it, you don't know. No, but, but, but the Lord will allow you through, through, through his presence to be able to identify. You, there's no way you can tell me that after 30-something years of pastoring that I could not identify with people who lost loved ones. Even though my mother and my father had not died, I was able to identify and give words of encouragement. It was not the same. It's different now. I, 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 uh, I feel something different now when somebody else loses a loved one. But don't tell me in 30-something years of passion in the church that I was not able to help people 
in the midst of what they were going through because I never experienced that. What the Holy Spirit does is the Holy Spirit stirs emotions in us that causes us to, 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 to feel what other people are somehow feeling. And we understand that it's not exactly the same, but it's the feeling that God gives to us. And it pushes us to act. It pushes us to go and give a hug. It pushes us to, to call and say, I was just thinking about you. It pushes us to say, come on, let's go out and have lunch. I, I just feel like, you know, I just want to spend some time with you. You know? Compassion. Compassion. Somebody say compassion. Compassion gives you the full spectrum of being able to feel and being able to bring healing. Being able to minister signs, wonders, and miracles. Compassion. Compassion will cause you to get up after staying up all evening on Friday washing chicken. How many pounds of chicken? And seasoning chicken. And cause you to get up in the morning and drive all the way to Charlotte, North Carolina. To people you've never seen before. And stand in a hot kitchen and, and, and cook chicken and cook cabbage and cook cornbread and then serve people. And not only serve, but take time to, to walk through and talk to people and find out what their names are. Find out how many children they have. And ask them about their situation. Compassion. Compassion will move you some way, somehow, you don't know what may come out of that situation. Years later, somebody may call and say, you know, I'm that girl you talked to about, and, and I told you I wanted to be, go to nursing school, and compassion will cause me to write out a check for $10,000. Compassion. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Compassion. Cause you to be able to heal. But it also has a, the, 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 the aspect of, of what cause you to be able to feel, but have the aspect of being able to bring solution, being able to minister in those situations. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God says, I knew you. I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. God, what are you saying? Because you and I have been born again, you don't have to wait for a piece of paper to go and show compassion to go and minister to somebody else who's hurting, to somebody else who's going through, God says, I've put this assignment on your life. Are you listening, saints? Don't get bored, teenagers. God is saying, I have put this assignment on your life before you were formed in your mother's womb. You're here to make a difference. You're here to bring healing. You're here to bring restoration. You're here to bring wholeness. When Jesus looked out over that multitude of people, and the Bible says that he was moved with compassion because they were like people, sheep 
that didn't have a shepherd. And he told his disciples that the harvest is ripe. Pray. And I may be quoting a different scripture right now. But he told his disciples that they were to pray for the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers into his vineyard. These people were ready to be, re to be brought into the kingdom. And saints, there are people that are ready to be brought into the kingdom. We are not going to get them by pushing Jesus down their throat. We're going to get them by moving like Jesus did, by showing compassion. What did that woman at the well do? Jesus didn't say, you got to be born again. He just showed compassion and began to talk to her. And as she talked about her situation, she was amazed, and she dropped her water pots, and she went running back into the city, and she told all of the men. She had access to the men. The women probably wouldn't have anything to do with her. But she had access to those men. And the men came out. And they heard Jesus. And they said, now we believe. Not because you told us, but because we've heard him for ourselves. Look at what compassion did. Not only did it draw one person, but it drew, I don't know how many men to know the Lord. That's what compassion will do. Saints, this one thing is probably the greatest thing that God could have given to us, the ability to show compassion. It's birthed of the Holy Spirit, saints. Get out of yourself long enough to show compassion to other people. Get out of your attitude long enough to show compassion. And the more compassion you show, the more compassion you're going to want to show. You're not going to feel like you're too clean. You're too good. You're too unfamiliar. Lord, Whatever way you want to use me, use me. Compassion. God is calling us to move like Christ has moved. Christ moved in compassion. He wants you and me to move in compassion. You're talking about exemplifying Christ? Show compassion. Today, before you go to bed tonight, God's going to put somebody in your pathway where you can show compassion to them. Remember when you do, you're demonstrating Christ. You're demonstrating Christ. Let's stand. You are acting, utilizing your power of attorney to act like him, to be like him, to live like him, to love like him to lead like him. Compassion. 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 We should be running now to 
find opportunities to show compassion. Just, 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 just excited. Opportunities to show compassion. There's some things that some ministries are going to be doing. You're not on your job working and you don't have things already scheduled with your family. It's an opportunity to touch somebody's life. Or if you have something scheduled, get out of it and get involved. We want to see this church grow. We got to do something about it. Show compassion. We got communities all around us where people need somebody to show compassion. Can't go into somebody's house and say, well, you living with somebody you ain't married to, so you can't be a part of the church. No, just go show compassion. Just go and show the love of Jesus. Let the Lord do the rest. God knows you can't clean fish in the water. Just show compassion. If I say, on Sunday mornings, we're going to start serving breakfast for the community, for the children in the community right across the street and anybody else who wants to come. Then compassion says, I'm not going to let the regular Christian committee do this every Sunday morning. Compassion says, I'm going to get up out of my bed an hour earlier and be in at that church so that I can be a part of showing compassion. Compassion. It's so easy to get caught up and find excuses. That's too far. Well, I wasn't a part of that. That's too much money. All kinds of stuff that have nothing to do with Jesus that we come up with. Nothing to do with the Lord and his compassion. Just because we want to find a way out. And we forget that we're supposed to be demonstrating Christ. That somebody needs to see Jesus. That somebody needs to experience Jesus. And when we say experience him, we're not talking about, well, they see all the hostages and all of a sudden he's transformed and, and, and has this halo around his head and, and he's walking through walls and he said, live out his hands and now put your hand in my hand. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the characteristics of Christ. The characteristics of Christ. And guess what, saints? If nobody else does it, you do it. Don't wait on anybody. This is one of those things you can't wait on anybody else. It's one of those things that you got to step up to the plate. When the Lord presents the opportunity to you, you got to step up to the plate and do it. Get out of your comfort zones. It's comfortable. Being around people you know all you've been knowing all your life. Get out of your comfort zones. Get to know some people that you've never known before. Interact with some people that you've never interacted with before.
show compassion. You see a situation that you know is a terrible situation. If you can't do anything but stop and talk to that person and ask if you can pray for them, you don't know what that might do to that person to know that somebody took the time to show some compassion. I noticed my wife yesterday, we know we were a little bit slow starting, and some of the people were saying, we're ready to eat, we're ready to eat. And one particular lady, I just, I glanced out of, out of my eye at her, and she was really kind of like agitated. And when my wife touched her, she pushed my wife's hand away. And, um, and I noticed that I didn't see, and my wife said, well, I, I just kept going back to her. I just kept saying little things to her, and she warmed up. What people would do is, you jerk me one time, I ain't coming back now. You don't want my help? That's all right. Get it from somewhere else. That's not the way we do it. Because that's not the way God has done us. How many times have we rejected the Lord's urging? How many times have we rejected the Lord pulling at us and pulling to us and trying to draw, draw us in and draw us closer to him? And we're saying, God, I'm not ready yet. I don't want you now, God. I got something else I got to do. I got another run I got to make. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost still keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Keeps coming back. Compassion. 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 Yes, it has to start at home, but we got to move beyond our house. And we ought to do it at home first, but we got to move beyond our homes. Let's pray. Father, I thank you now for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that your word, when it goes forth, will not return to you void. It will accomplish all that you have desired. You are a compassionate God a loving, caring Father, merciful, gracious in all of your ways. And you have extended, you have demonstrated that in each one of our lives. Father, today, as we have experienced you, help us to exemplify your compassion. Calls us, Lord God, to be more keenly aware of needs as we go through this life. Father, we know it's so easy to get caught up in ourselves. So easy to get caught up and bogged down in our own situations. And sometimes it's not selfishness. Sometimes it's just we're just going through. We're just having a difficult time with problems all around us. But Lord, in the midst of all of that, help us from this point forward. As your people, your body, help us to be cognizant of others' needs. Cause, as we yield to you, Father, your compassion to move in us to push us toward other people, to heal the broken, the hurting, the lost,
the dispossessed. Use us, Lord. We're your people. We want to honor you in this way. We don't want to just have a name of being a Christian. We want to display you. We want to use that power of attorney correctly. We want to represent you proudly and rightly. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Minister grace to each one of our hearts. There be anybody that lacks understanding today. Open their hearts, open their minds. Cause them, cause them to hear, to understand, to receive and understand this word. That we'll be a people who are moved with compassion and who will move in compassion. God, we thank you now. Even as there are needs in this building today, we thank you, Lord, that you're here to meet the needs. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that there is nothing too small in our lives for you to care about. You care about everything that concerns us. Thank you, Father. Thank you now, Lord. Thank you, Father. We just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. In times when we felt like we were at our lowest, we found out that you were right there with us. You lifted us up, Lord. Times when we felt hopeless, felt like nobody else cared, we found out, Lord, that you were right there, that you care. We thank you for that right now, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When, when there were times when no one else could do us any good, you were right there, Father. And you did the good that needed to be done in our lives. So we're standing in this place today because of you, Lord. Because of your grace and your mercy in our lives. We thank you right now. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can somebody just begin to thank him? Just lift your voices. Uh, as you think of his goodness and his greatness in your life, his great mercy, great grace in your life, just, just thank him, just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Hallelujah. 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 The ways that he showed compassion in your life. Just be given, begin to give him thanks. Begin to give him praise. God, we thank you. We bless you. 
We praise you, Lord. We magnify you, Lord God. You are the God of compassion, Lord God. Oh, you've reached out your hand. You've touched our lives. You've made life better for us, Lord God. You've made our crooked ways straight. Our rough places smooth. God, we thank you now. We thank you now. We thank you now, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. We bless you, God. We praise you. We magnify your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. I sense in my spirit that there's someone who is having a problem in your right, your left side, your left side. It's like in this area of your body, I want to pray for you. I want you to come, if you would. It's in your lower left side. I want you to come now that I may pray for you now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are we out of it? Yes. Glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. 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 God, we bless you now. We praise you. We magnify your name. Ah, just like you reached out and touched that man in the scriptures. Ah, we're reaching out and touching Elder Hoskins right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for healing virtue. We curse that problem in its left side in the name of Jesus. We speak healing today in the name of Jesus. Pain, I command you to leave this body right now. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is against you now. And I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed today in the name of Jesus. I command you to leave this body and come no more in the mighty name of Jesus. By his stripes, by his stripes, you're healed. By his stripes, you're healed. By his stripes, glory, 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 glory. By stripes, you're healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, just begin to give him praise. Just begin to give him praise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I curse this pain in the name of Jesus. I curse this pain in the name of Jesus. Pain, I command you to leave this body. 
in the name of Jesus. Leave the body of Betty Baxter right now. In the name of Jesus, be healed today. By his stripes, by his stripes, you're healed. You're healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 There's someone that's experiencing pain, headache pain, almost like migraine headaches. I want to pray for you now. I want to pray for you now. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Just worship him. Saints, just worship him. Just worship him. Just worship him. Just worship him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lift your hands. How long has, you been, has this been going on? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Jehovah Rapha, you're the God who heals. You're the God who heals. Ah, I speak healing today. Pain, I command you to leave this body. In the name of Jesus. I curse you at the very root in the name of Jesus. Go right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be healed today. By stripes, you're healed in Jesus' name. Just thank him for your healing. 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 Just somebody is having problems with your right foot. I want to pray for you right now. Right foot, ankle area. Your right foot or ankle. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Yes. With your ankle. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pain, I command you to leave this foot. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you right now. And I speak healing today. In Jesus' name, be healed. Be healed in Jesus' name. By his stripes, by his stripes, by his stripes you're healed. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, just give him praise. Just give him glory, just give him praise, give him glory. Hallelujah. What's that now? Wait, I got heard that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pain, I command you to leave this body right now. Leave this leg right now in the name of Jesus. Be gone from the entire body. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you right now. And I speak healing today. In Jesus' name, by his stripes, you are healed. In Jesus' name. 
Hallelujah. 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 I speak healing in relationships today. In broken relationships. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak to every broken relationship for divine healing in the name of Jesus. We command the spirit of confusion to leave every home, to leave every marriage in the name of Jesus, to leave every parent-child relationship in the name of Jesus. We speak healing. We speak restoration in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for it right now. We thank you for it right now. We thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. 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 Is there somebody that has to go to court tomorrow for some type of legal issue? Hallelujah. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Or there's a legal issue facing you that you have to deal with on tomorrow. May not necessarily be going to court, but ah, uh, ah. Uh. The Holy Spirit just revealed that to me. I don't know what it is, but we stand in the gap right now, in the name of Jesus, for that situation, for that person. We speak resolution favorable resolution in that situation in Jesus name we thank you now Lord we bless you we praise you Father that you're working on our behalf hallelujah Holy Ghost just said the person didn't want to come and I'm not just saying this but the person didn't want but that's alright God wants you to know he got it he wants you to know he has it that particular situation that you didn't want the whole congregation to know about. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If there's anybody today that's not saved, is anybody today that, that's out of fellowship with the Lord, you want to give your life to Jesus today. You want to be restored. I want to give you that opportunity now to come. Let us pray with you. You don't know how to be saved will lead you to salvation. Come now. Come now. Anyone looking that's needing a covering, a spiritual covering, needing a church home, and the Spirit of God says that this is the place where you should be connected. Come on now. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. said to me, to you, welcome home. Hallelujah. we know this is Sister Donna Stowe. She's been coming for a long time. The Lord has been dealing with her for a long time. We welcome you as part of this church family. Amen. 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 This is a beginning for a lot of things that the Lord wants to do and wants to use you in. Hallelujah. Bless you. Thank you. We welcome you. Amen. Welcome you. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Oh, yes. There's room for more. There's room for more. There's room for more. To anybody else, the Spirit of the Lord says this is where you should be. Just, just obey the Lord. Just obey the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. 